3: JBR Internet radio for the inquisitive mind and the sophisticated. in the basement with Javon. My name is Javon Armstrong and I am your hostess for today. As you are probably aware, we are expecting a very, very special guest today. Um, Being that I am from the Bronx, the original home of what we call today hip hop, you know, And um, I am old enough to remember the origins, the origins of hip-hop and rap before it ever was on a radio, before it was ever on a record. I mean, just being in the park, in the street, before anybody thought that what we were doing as young people was anything more than noise, it gives me great honor today to, um, you know, really pay tribute and pay homage to one of the, actually not one of, but the very first rapper to be signed to a major recording label. And, um, I'm just I'm just really hyped about it. The man coming on today is none other than the legendary Curtis Blow. And uh you know, I'm just excited about the whole thing. And um I don't know if you really you know, if people really know this, but Curtis Blow is a minister now. And he's got the whole holy hip-hop thing, I mean, it's tight. It's tight. He's still doing his thing, and he's doing a darn good job at it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just extremely happy about the whole thing that he's going to come through and say what's up to us, and I'm looking forward to that. I hope everybody's had a great week. And that the beginning of your weekend has been really groovy. That's what's up. You know, you have to remember to relax, take it easy, enjoy yourself. Life is short. What comes around goes around. Don't forget that. And um, speaking of that, that whole idea of what comes around goes around. So there's a record that I'm trying to get to right now, but for some reason, um and maybe I ain't supposed to go there, I guess. I don't know, but everything is acting a little weird. But um there's a record that I used to love, and I'd say this is probably I got it right now. So this was probably like in the 90s. Yeah, probably in the 90s. And when I heard it, I just took to it like crazy. And most of you probably already know this song. Then I'm going to I'm going to Because some of you may not be hip to this But I'm going to We're going to talk about Why I love this song so much All right So let's let's check it out I'm going to play next Too close And then I'm going to hit you with With some A little bit of history Because y'all know how I love to do that Right So let's do this Here's next Too close I wonder if she could tell I'm hard right now
4: Hmm Yeah Come on, dance for me, baby. (laughs) Uh oh, you feel that? Alright. Come on, don't stop now. You done did it. Come on, uh, yeah. Alright.
3: love that song right well okay so i love that song right but yo you gotta check this out you gotta check this out everything that that's new ain't new right i mean even though that's old now but when it was brand new even i thought dang this beat there's something about this oh my god i love it but this is why i loved it this is it hey everybody
5: this is curtis blow and you're listening to the brunch in the basement with javon yo let's go
2: Gonna shake it, gonna bake it, gonna make it good. Gonna rock, shock, knock it through your neighborhood. Gonna read, gonna sing it till it's understood. My rap's about to happen like a knee. You were slapping, or I you have been tapping on a hunk of wood. But a red suited dude with a friendly attitude. And a slave full of hoodie for the people on the block. Got a long white beard, maybe looks kinda weird. And if you ever see him, he can give you quite a shock. Now, people, let me tell you about last year when the dude came flying over here. Well, the home was out, stones on the ground. Folks stayed in, two it down. The with was dumping on the box, and I was dancing in my socks. And the drummer played at a solid pace. And the taste of the bass was in my face. And the guitar player lay down a heavy layer of the funky chunky to the mother disco piece. the 88 started to participate and i could you sure appreciate the sound so sweet we were all in the mood so we had a little food and a joke and a smoke and a little bit of wine when i thought i heard a hoop on the top of the roof could it be was it wasn't me i was feeling super fine so i went to the attic where i thought i heard the static on the chance that the fans put the body breaking in, put the noise on the top with the reindeer top to Ginny Jin he allowed he was proud of the hairy little crowd on the point of the door with the skin should have been. Get food for And every young girl tried to rock his world, but he booked the yogi yogi till he had to go. And before he went, this fine old Jay bought a gift with a tip through his big red bag. In the top or the bottom, he reached in the guy's toy for the boys, for the girls, glad rags. And a grown got some presents too. A new TV and a stereo U. A new Seville, bought a blue in the sky. The best that money couldn't buy. Never ever buy the feeling, the one that comes from not to feel in, the way to feel about your friends, and this is how the story ends. Yeah. The dude red back at the bowl of North, where everything is cold. But if he weren't
3: right here tonight, he'd say, Merry Christmas. Yo, that's crazy, right? I mean, I never thought of it. I mean, I just never made the connection until, like, earlier this morning. I was like, you know. I mean, but that's just me. Sometimes things, you know, take me a little longer. I'm a little slow sometimes, just sometimes, just sometimes. And I want to have my shockaholic moment before uh, Mr. Curtis Blow comes on, you know, Always got to play a little Shaka, you know. That's just that's just me, and I I don't think he'd be mad at that at all. Um, yeah. So it's just I guess um, you know, I just love so much Shaka Khan. It's just hard to tell which 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 Shaka Khan should we play today? Which which song? It's just hard to tell. Everything, you know, not really sure. What y'all thinking about? What what, what Shaka Khan song are you ready for? You got to talk a little louder. I can't hear you. Are y'all screaming at the radio? Are you screaming in your phone? Are you screaming at your computer right now, your mobile device? Are you letting people know, hey, y'all better listen to Brunch in the Basement with Javon. Show's going to be off the hook today. And she's about to play. A song by Shaka Khan that is going to take you back somewhere. I think I will play through the fire why not it's been's been a minute since I've been in it. Shockaholic. I ain't even i can't even i i can't deny it i just i just love her I just love her so since we're doing a little old school uh let's just uh i don't know take it back just a little bit just a little bit and uh you know do do something a little different than what I would normally do. And let's play this. Mr. Curtis Blow. Let's just play a little bit more. Let's do some basketball. I know y'all know that. Then I want to talk about um, some of the gospel music that he does, but I, I really want him to talk about that himself. So um, y'all just hold tight and let's let's just keep it warmed up for Mr. Curtis Blow. So excited. I'm so excited. I know you are too. I see y'all on the line just holding. Just, just chill out and uh, Think back to some of those great, great basketball players that's mentioned in this song. Wonder if Curtis Blow is still watching basketball. As he's playing. They're playing basketball. We love
4: that basketball. The door up and down the court Just like I'm looking on the microphone So it's Dr. Jes Moses Malone I like slam doors taking it to the home My favorite play is the alley oop. I like the picking roll, I like the giving go
3: You're listening to WJBR Internet Radio, Brunch in the Basement with Javon. My name is Javon, and I could not be more excited than I am today. I mean, my job today is to introduce to you or produce to you and ask questions to and allow you, time to talk to a living legend. I'm talking Someone, a Z man who was the very first rapper to ever be signed to a major recording label, a true pri- pioneer of what is known as the musical genre we call hip-hop. I mean, I I, I I can't even tell you what it was like to hear Curtis Blow back in the day. I mean, you you just can't even imagine what it was like to hear him. Attack the mic. Initially being being there when those records were first cut and hearing it on the radio. I mean, being that you know, yes, I'm a date myself. I was a young girl back then, you know, being used to the DJs in the park and everything. You know, I'm from the Bronx. I'm from the boogie down, and you know, we went to we went to clubs and whatnot back then. You know, I was a little young, but yeah, I was there. But to hear it over the speakers and not it it was just amazing, and Curtis Blow of all the brothers who did who did this thing, he attacked the mic, attacked it you I mean like, and with testosterone, <laughs> I'm just saying, okay, so the first hit Christmas rapper, which by the way, can be heard. And played any time of year, just it's a yes, yeah, obviously a Christmas song, but you could play it any time and get get down with it, like I just played it today and was grooving to it, obviously, everybody knows the breaks and basketball, which I just played and um my favorite my favorite song by curtis blow we we'll talk about i gotta talk to him about this song though it was uh daydreaming um i love that song i'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it and um let's not forget that uh curtis blow is also an actor remember a little movie called crush groove yeah curtis blow and um Like I mentioned a little while ago, Curtis Blow is now a minister. And, you know, just listening and going through researching and going through some of the music that he's done, um, hearing the music that he did with these uh, young people called Trinity, I mean, this brother not only was bad, but is bad. And also, also, I saw him... Earlier this year, I believe it was the beginning of this year, at NJ Pack in New Jersey, with the hip hop Nutcracker, and we got to talk about all of that. So I'm gonna let y'all talk to Curtis Blow, but yo, my mind is completely blown that, haha, I get to talk to him first. So everybody, put it up for Curtis. Blow.
5: thank you, thank you, javon, for that great introduction. You are truly truly uh, a blessed and anointed individual that we need in the media thank you, thank you for having me on your show.
3: You are the man, and thank you so much for that because um I'm gonna, I'm gonna take that little clip and snip it and 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 play it for myself every night when I go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna rewind that every night. Wait, I'm gonna say my prayers. Thank you, Jesus. And then I'm gonna play Curtis Blow telling me that I'm kind of dope. You know, that's what's up. So, how you been?
5: All right, I'm good. I'm good. I can't I can't complain. God is good. I'm I'm still healthy. That's the main thing, and. Uh, you know, I'm just fortunate to still be around and breathe air, and and if they say any day above ground is a good day.
3: Amen. Go right there. And yes, not only are you healthy, you are still looking great. When I saw you come out at the end of that show and started break dancing, i Well, maybe I shouldn't have gave that away, but yo, I was like, this man's still doing his thing. So. I mean, gee, are you working out with? You still look prime.
5: Well, <clears throat> that's one of the blessings of God. It's kind of like a, um, a mystical thing for me. Uh, I always believed in uh, b-boying and, and breakdancing back in the early days, and I always set my mind back then that that. I was going to continue to do this when I got older. And uh, I'm pushing, you know, 60 almost and I I feel like I could I could continue another 10 20 years. I mean, I I I just feel great. Uh I think it's, it's because I do drink a lot of water. So mm. my muscles and bones are pretty flexible still and that's really really important. Uh of course, you know, the food that you eat uh, no drugs. <laughs> How about yes. that one? That's big. <laughs> Amen. Amen. You can't, you cannot smoke crack and break dance like I do. I believe you, know you me. <laughs> or, you know or, what or doing. what's that thing they doing now? Heron. Oh my gosh. Oh, you know, yeah. sometimes I I feel like, no, but really it's just a joke on a, on another tip. Sometimes I feel like when I'm out, when I go out to a club and I just, you know, just start dancing in the middle of the dance floor and people stop and they look at me, right? And I'm like, you know, I feel like Cat Williams sometimes. You know how he, <laughs> <laughs> he, <laughs> he dances at the concerts and people look at him like he's crazy. They look at me like I'm crazy like that. So I don't know, man. It's like, you know, you got to take the good, the good with the bad.
3: But you know what, it's you're kind
5: of crazy. It's a blessing.
3: You know, yeah, exactly. You're kind of crazy is the kind of crazy that everybody should be striving for. If you say you're pushing 60 and you're still dancing the way you dancing, that's crazy good and a crazy, like we used to say back in the day, that's the serious joint right there, you know?
5: Oh, I'm, I'm so nice with it. I'm so nice with it. I mean, no brag, no brag.
0: i just so <laughs>
5: nice with it that that, you know, I have to tone it down when I'm in public. <laughs> wow. I gotta I gotta tone it down. I can't go to the floor. Oh forget about it. Wow. It's like what
3: is he doing?
0: <laughs> you
5: know,
3: they don't know nothing about that. They 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 don't know nothing about that. They you know they they might have seen it on the clips, but you you and I, we know what's up with that. You know, now I can't do it anymore. You know, maybe maybe I should drink some more water be right. gotta get down there but i might get down there and might not be able to get back up so i'm going to leave that to you I, I i i think it's 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 one of
5: those things that it keeps me young too it keeps me healthy whenever whenever i perform you know and get out there on stage um it's it's like a workout and and it's definite exercise so mm-hmm. the more i perform the healthier i am to be honest wow. so you know i just never stop performing so that that's what keeps me alive, and and it, and it's fun. It really is fun.
3: Well, it looks like it. It looks like it, and it's fun watching you. It's fun just experiencing the whole. You know, you just you just take take us back to a very very happy and safe place. Even though it was crazy back then, we ain't know nothing about that. But you know. Yeah,
5: yeah. Some 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 of the times, yeah, yeah. We had it rough, but 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 hip hop was our escapism. We were coming up through through the times of, of the Civil Rights Movement just getting, you know, over the, the assassinations of, of Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, JFK. We K. We're coming out of that in the early 70s, and and we had the Civil Rights Movement. A lot of people died getting us the right to vote and, and getting us, you know, people looking at, at us like we're equals. So we came out of that movement with this, wow, we are now – you know, uplifted. And we are now a real respected people on this planet. So now let us show you what we got. And that's where hip hop came from. And, and and even though we did have, you know, drugs in the community, a lot of, you know, we came up out of that, that thing with Frank Lucas. And, and when he got arrested, I mean, I think that was 75. And, mm-hmm. and when he went to jail... They had big a big drug wars in Harlem in the Bronx, yeah. fighting over his his territory. So that was a yeah. big thing. Cats cats were getting murdered left and right, shootouts everywhere, and and then the gangs <laughs> were secondary exactly. to the drug wars. You know, you had the Savage Nomads, the Savage codes the the, yeah. the Immortals, the Crowns, the Black Spades. I oh mean, all God. these gangs. It was like that movie, The Warriors, and it was for real. You couldn't go to yep. the corner store without like, looking over your shoulder, you're going to get drunk, you know what I mean, in your hood. So mama tell you, go to the store and get some milk. He like, man, you want to go with me? <laughs> <laughs>
4: but <laughs> you know that's true. Saying? That
3: is so true. It was people, rough. These young people don't know, Curtis. It's, it's true. I remember my brother... Like you said, my mother sent him to the store for something. And he came back black and bruised with a ripped up bag with milk and cereal hanging out of it. Because he knew whatever he got out there, my mother was going to hook him up too. But it was the Black Spades. Right. It was the Black Spades. You know, know? but he still got He still got he God bless him. He did what he he had to do. But the Black Spades, man. You know,
5: you know, we had a lot of things fighting, you know, against our survival in the hood and in the South Bronx and Harlem in the early 70s. And hip hop was like a spirit that just came over the whole community and saved a lot of brothers. I, 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 I can't I mean, I can't begin to tell you how many people have told me, yo, hip hop Saved my life. If it wasn't yeah. for hip hop, I would definitely be dead or in jail or, you know, just caught up. I mean, dead or in jail. And it saved a lot of us. It's like it was like God gave us this 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 spirit, this this energy, this whole uh, uh vibe that just blew up, and and a lot of people got into it for escapism. So. You know, they didn't have to get pregnant as a teenager. They didn't have to go and sell drugs. They didn't have to rob people and do crime. They didn't have to join a gang. They didn't have to, you know, uh, 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 go out and, and just do all the evil things that have plagued the community. So hip-hop was our way out. And I just thank God that I was there at a time where it definitely saved my life.
3: Absolutely, absolutely so i mean let's let's talk a little bit about the time and which actually you're already talking about it um to some degree, the time before there were uh-huh. any rap records now, I personally like i said you know i'm I'm from the Bronx, so i re- I remember being in the park and the d j s was set up and you know, even learning how to DJ myself and rapping and all this stuff. And, and I was a B girl and I was down with the Zulu Nation for a little while. I was a little young, so they called us Zulu Angels, the little girls that was trying to be down with Bambata and yep. them, you know? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Give me some of your earlier recollections of when you first heard Mixing the way we do now Like with Apache and that kind of thing You know that kind of rapping When did you first first hear it When did you first get on And you know what was your, your Earliest well, experiences
5: Well that's that's good That you say that because we need to document That and, and I go all the way Back to the early days of 1972 And when I say that A lot of people think I'm lying uh, Because You know Hip hop, the earliest hip hop, when people say flyers and mixing on the turntables or scratching and cutting up, there was the evolution of the turntables and the DJ. So well, that stuff started around 76, 77 with yeah. Grandmaster Flash and <clears throat> Bambada taking it to the next level. <clears throat> but the early days, and when I first started talking, when we were coming out of the civil rights movement, Cool Herc moved to the Bronx in 1969. But there was a club in Harlem called The Factory in 1971. I was too young. I couldn't get in. My older brother, (laughs) my brother was uh, two years older, and and the cats who were older than me used to go. And then in 72, when I got 13, there was another club that opened up on 115th Street and 2nd Avenue called Chuck Center. And that opened up, and, and it was all ages. And so I got it in, and I started going to a club, b-boying and dancing back in 72. So the first time I heard mixing, because I figured out this is what I wanted to do with my life and be a DJ, I, I went and got into a club for free. A guy in my neighborhood took me to his club in 72, and I saw this DJ, his name was Pete DJ Jones. And he said, if you want to be a DJ youngster, you got to check out the best. So he got me and he said, come down at 12 o'clock and I'll come to the side door and I'm going to get you in. And this is a real live club on 43rd Street in Lexington called McCoy. And so I asked my mom, she said, sure, you can go, you can go. And my brother took me down there and I'll never forget it. I was there quarter to 12. And then the side door opened up. And he snatched me in. And I got into a disco. My first time ever seeing a disco with the disco ball and the mirrors and the light flashing off the, the ball and the strobe lights and everything was sparkly and glittered. And everybody had on suits and shirts and, and ties and silk dresses. And it was like, wow, a thousand people in this club. So I immediately went up to the DJ and saw this six foot seven DJ. Big, tall, humongous guy leaning over the turntables. He had two
1: turntables.
5: And I saw him mixing from one turntable when everybody was doing the hustle. But then came this other guy. he got the microphone. I'll never forget it. His name was Casey, the Prince of Soul. He got on the mic and he said, man, if you're listening to the sound, New York City, City, City had an echo chamber. Yeah, welcome to the world-famous uh, McCoy's. and You're listening to the sounds of New York's number one. His name is Pete D.J. Jones, Jones. And if you feel good, somebody say, oh, yeah. Oh,
4: yeah.
6: And if you really feel good, everybody scream.
5: <sighs> I was 13 years old. When I heard that, I was traumatized. Wow. I was stuck. <laughs> and... I never turned back. Listen, I was supposed to be a scientist going to school, Bronx High School of Science and, and all of that. I, I was very academically, you know, when I was in the fourth grade, at twelfth grade reading level, they put me in special, specialized classes all throughout school. And, and this thing, I got sidetracked when I heard that. And uh, I had to become a DJ. I had to become an MC after that when out. That's the first time I heard it. But then again, you know, it, it evolved to, from mixing, from one turntable to another with, with two records just keeping the beat going so we could do the hustle. It evolved where the DJ would just take the break of the beat and play the break and have two of the same breaks. And when the break would finish because the break was the most important part, they call that the jump part or the get down part. Or you know, um, um, and so the DJ took just the breaks and they would play just the breaks. That happened later on in 76 or so with Grandmaster Flash. Cool Herc is, is claiming that he used to cut cut the beats up too. But that was later on in his career as well. But the original DJs just played a whole song and then sometimes they would just extend the break so we could do the hustle. But there was an evolution, and Flash was a big part of that. That's the story. Um, so that was about seventy six, seventy
3: seven. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm, I'm just amazed at, at your story. You know what I'm saying? And, and the way that you describe being traumatized, I hear you. I mean, who would think prior to that? Because I remember seventy five. I must have been about eleven years old, or something like that. Hearing mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
3: the DJs in the park, and then right. going and scratching up my mother's records, <laughs> basically. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Just hearing right. it, and and when you say traumatized, like it, it did, kind of impact you in a in a particular yeah. kind of way because you yes. know it. it well, we all took to it.
5: Well, well, first of all, you know, you, you got to see what was going on around us. Was all these problems And all this trouble All this violence Drugs and anger and, and I grew up in a household Where my stepfather And my mom used to fight all the time My stepdad had, had, I mean he was a terror He used to beat my mom There was violence and, I mean I grew up in a traumatic Broken home And I mean it, the, the fact I had to join a gang My brother and I joined a gang so we could kick my stepfather out the house mm. and we could protect my mother. And my brother hit him in the head with a hammer and told him, he, you got to go. And that was when he was, he was 16. So I was 14 when that happened, that was 70, 74.
0: And that's mm. when we
5: joined the gang, you know what I mean? So hip hop saved me from all that. I used to go to the club to escape from all that yelling and screaming and fighting and arguing. And then so, I used to go to 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 the speaker you remember you going to a club and they had the big bass bottoms oh i'
3: yeah. go
5: stick my I go stick my head in 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 the speakers and just close my eyes, and the bass would rumble all through my body and I would just yeah. close my eyes and and the music would just take me away and 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 that was hip hop mm. and would you
3: describe? You know, is, is a blessing hip yes. hop as a blessing and, and people need to, to to dig that you know understand that when you have situations going on and you are given something whether it be music or something else positive to take mm-hmm. you away from that that's a blessing mm-hmm.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: we <laughs> all a, look for
5: escapism. We all look for escapism and a lot of people find it in drugs. A lot of people find it in, 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 in violence and anger and, and just gangs it was another part of escapism from your family life. And and hip hop was that savior. The music was so very important. I lost my mind in the music. I just used to go to your mom's house. My mom's house, I go to your auntie's house. We sit up all day and just listen to music and, and and go through your music collection and find that one joint that had a break in it that we could be bored to. And that was um, the, 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 the the course of my day. I was looking glass. for them joints. We all became, like you say, you went home and start scratching up your mama's record. You yeah. know, we did that. We did that, and that was the course of our day. And, and we did that so we wouldn't have to do any of that other crazy stuff that was going on. Escape, pure escape. Like, 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 just thinking about the Bible and, and Moses and and the, the, the Hebrews who were in bondage and, and how they called for, for God because cause Pharaoh was, was, was killing the babies. And, mm-hmm. and they were calling on God, please come, send us a, 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 a comforter, a spirit, a, a help us. And Moses K said, Let my people go and got them people out of there. So it's the same thing. You know, yep. you have people living in poverty. The Bronx was burning. Yeah. You know, New York was broke. You had all the things that I talked about. And you know, hip hop just came in and delivered us from all of that stuff, like a like a, a Holy Spirit, a vibe, a energy that came around. That just saved a whole lot of people who were who were doomed.
3: Yeah, and you yeah. know what's 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 really interesting also, because I, I recall it and I love my early hip hop memories. Obviously, I mean, like I said, when I first heard it, I was about eleven when it started. Um, when when it started coming to to my part of the Bronx, anyway, um, Soundview area of the Bronx, um. And then dancing and hanging out, you know, but hanging out and doing positive things and, and writing rap songs and, and, you know, lyrics and whatnot, you know, that that sort of thing. And then starting to hear you guys on the radio was mind-blowing. I think about, but but the types of, of songs that you, you came out with as well as the other, you know, pioneers I'm gonna say everything was positive even even when when we were in the street rapping and hearing people going to the little you know schoolyards or whatever it was it was about partying and having a good time it was um throw your hands in the air and shake it like you just don't care and, you know that kind of, to the east side rock on to the west side rock on you know it's like mm-hmm. it's about having fun it, and, and and then when right. when you, do your rap it was about you being the king of the world or about you doing something making people dance or you know getting getting all the guys and getting all the girls and you know and then shouting right. out your friends it was positive and, and it's very very interesting to me to hear you talk about it in this way in terms of an escapism and coming out of it in this positive way because hip-hop obviously later on, you know, much later on we had the gangster rap and stuff like that, but it, it never started out talking negatively about police or about anybody. It was just all about being happy and cheerful. What do you, Did you have that experience or was that just the, the rose-colored glasses of a young girl coming up in that time?
5: no, 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 you're no actually you're, actually, act, you're, you're, exactly you're actually right right um, okay. this whole thing okay. you know came out of and 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 you know, Theodore says this a lot, the original m c s this is the difference between an m c and a rapper <laughs> of today is the m c s back in in the beginning we wanted to uplift the community, yeah, and just seems like. Today, nowadays, the rapper today uh, tears the community down. Mm. But I'll say this, in the beginning, it was definitely mostly all about fun. That's all we, until we started competing and going and getting into the battles and stuff like that, Yeah, uh, I never really supported the battles, especially with the B-boys, because that was more like the, West Side Story thing, you know, you had the, the Puerto Ricans on one side and the blacks on the other, and mm-hmm. and, and we would meet in the center, and, and the gangs during that time were, you know, predominant. And so, you know, there was always a fight at the end of the dance, you know, of the battle, you know, with the B-boys. But when mm-hmm. the DJ started battling, it was more set up, you know, to where it wasn't really a never, I don't remember fights with the DJs. And then the MCs started it later on in 77, 78. And I never really supported that. But, But for the most part, we were entertainers and we wanted everybody to have a good time. That was the whole vibe of hip hop was to come to a hip hop party and... Forget about your troubles, forget about your cares, Uh, you know, and, and that was the whole vibe. We wanted everyone, and still to this day, I try to tell young people that, you know, you are an entertainer, and this is entertainment. So you want everybody, when you perform live, when you get on that stage, you want everyone to leave your concert or your club feeling good inside. And that's the bottom line. That's all we wanted to do. Make people feel good inside.
3: You know, back in the day, you wouldn't hear um the MCs calling women outside their name. You know, it 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 just has become a different thing. There was a time actually as much as I love hip hop, I, I love, you know, rap, the whole rap game. I wouldn't I wouldn't even listen to it. I I wouldn't even listen to it because for me it's like they had taken some a culture that we had which we were blessed to see it expand but then it took this negative turn and I, I you know it was it was important to me that it, it it got it came back and for some people, you know, some some people out there um did some good things like Will Smith, you know, Never, never even said a cuss word in his um, rap game. Um, it, it, you know, I'm just saying that's just for me. That's just for me. Did you have any feelings about how some of the rap, you know, like the gangster rap or some of the more negative things that came? Like, I mean, actually, people killing each other.
5: Right. Yeah, I mean, it's it's sad to see in cases. And I used to speak on it about 15, 20 years ago. And then I started reading those interviews. <laughs> and I was like, I, I wasn't liking myself. I just seemed like, wow, you're a hater. Hmm. You know? And so I stopped talking bad about gangster rap and and, and people who... Ooh. I mean this this whole thing you have the opportunity and the freedom of speech to say and speak how you want. What I can say is that I I support I support hip hop and the young people of today because I see the variety, I see the evolution, I see the growth, I I see the you know the 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 mad flavor uh, uh, we say you know from the different styles. From the West Coast to the Dirty South, even a new trap sound. You know, uh, uh, um, Nelly over there in St. Louis, and Common, and Kanye in Chicago. I mean, it, it, it's it's growing. Traditional New York, but the most incredible thing about hip hop of today is that you travel outside of America and cats are rapping in their native tongue. Which means you go to Germany, they rap in German. You go to Italy, they rap in Italian. Now you go to Spain, they rap in Spanish. And then they have embraced the culture and made it their own culture. So you have, you know, these these MCs and rappers in in, in faraway places are the number one pop artists in their country, and they have a history too. So you go to Germany, there's a small American rap scene, but there's an even bigger German rap scene. So it has grown, and, and and I'm honored and proud to be a part of the beginning and early days. Yes, I hold dear in my heart the fact, the fact that I have made 175, 200 rap songs and never cursed, never used profanity, and it's just my thing, but to each his own, and we, you know, true. I sacrifice, I sacrifice, and i paved the way so that brothers can keep it real, keep it gully, and tell people how they really feel and how they really live. And you know hey, we just gotta up up support the, the, the conscious rap. We gotta support the, the Talib Kwali's and, and the commons and the, the 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 Kendrick Lamars of today, you know? Chance the rapper is a good kid coming up, man. He's mixing gospel rap with with the trap sound. It's crazy.
3: And and crazy. that's what's up. That's what's up. That is what's up. If you can, well, everything that you just said makes a lot of sense. It makes a lot of sense. And for me, you know, I, I love to support all artists right now. You know, I, I'll support anybody that's doing things positive um and right. if you if you got to cuss to get your your point across fine you know and and this is you know this is this is just a Javon thing personally mm-hmm. don't expect me to to support you though if you calling me outside my name i'm sorry that's just me. <laughs> I, I,
5: you got a, you got a good point there uh uh <laughs> javon I'm yeah. gonna you, i would say i i might agree with that i might just flip the channel if i heard somebody <laughs> talking like that on a rap song you know, I might change to the next station or, or put in my seventies funk. You know, but that's me. That's my personal thing. That's that that that's how I'm living. But I can't enforce that on anybody else. I mean, I know I have a lot of influence and a a a lot of respect out there, and people are, are tuning in and listening to what I listening to what I have to say right now. But I just want to say that. I support hip hop to the fullest there's nothing more that that I love in this world other than God and my family and that's hip hop and and I love everybody. I just want to support the young people coming up that you know we are the voice of the people. Hip hop is the people it's the power of the people and and we live in a hip hop generation this is a big huge six billion dollar a year industry is big business and you can make a whole lot of money. I'm not trying to sell you a dream, but I'm saying if you ever get the chance to have the exposure and the power and the opportunity to uplift your community your community and, 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 and feed your family, please do so. You know, and and, 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 and Give back to your community once you're successful. They need it. These are the ones who got you there. So, give back. And you probably won't get any press for it. You know, but just knowing your heart that you can sleep at night, and 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 knowing your heart that you're you're, you're trying to do something good as opposed to just g off and making dollar. I know we all on the paper chase, but for me personally, I don't chase the paper. The paper chase me.
3: Ooh. Cause you Curtis Blow, that's what's up. Well,
5: you know that's that's a blessing, but everybody doesn't have to do that. You Can't say that. And 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 you, I'm talking about the guy who has to pay his mortgage and his rent. You know what I'm saying? And he's got this talent. He's got a record deal, so he's doing shows. So he has to concentrate. But if you ever get to the point where you don't have to worry about your bills, then you have the responsibility. To pull somebody along, help somebody, uplift your community, and make a difference. Because that's, that's what it's for. That's, that's yeah. why God gave us this thing called hip-hop, so we can help each other mm-hmm. and teach each other and forget about those crazy troubles that we got.
3: And that's, that's exactly why you're Curtis Blow, And that's exactly why you are where you are because you get it. If 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 you don't help the next person, if if the next person doesn't get it, then you really can't get it. Let's just say for mm. example, you make a lot of money and you don't share it in the community. Well, you can't make mm. more money cuz there's nobody left to give you any money. You got it all. You can't. There's nothing to feed off of. There's not I mean not just money. I I don't mean money in terms of the green, you know, dollar. I'm talking about Whether it be a spiritual enrichment, a a comfort and emotional enrichment, if you don't share that, whatever that positive thing is, then you can't get it back. If everybody else is feeling down and looking down, then they're going to drain you. You know what I mean? So you have to give it in order to gain it. That's how I see it. And, um, yeah, yeah. You know, you got to look
5: out for those. You got to look out for those little people that help you along the way.
3: Oh, know? absolutely!
5: And, absolutely. And the one thing I do, I do say on, on every show, I say this to the people that that you know, hip hop has been around for about forty to three years, okay. over forty years, and and I want to thank the people that made it possible I could be here on this stage tonight because without people like you. There could never be brothers like me.
3: Well you know, I just when you just said forty years, I was like, Wow, has it been that long? <laughs> but yep, yep, yep. So I wanna take a moment here just to um give a little thanks and a little shout out to a couple of people who helped us to promote this show. Alicia Collins right. and the Sunfire talent. Did that fabulous blog On Curtis Blow Thank you so much darling Always having the back of this show Always in support We love you To the winning team I want to thank you CEO Don Jr. and the winning team I see y'all out there tweeting And retweeting Um, To Athena To Shakita To Cheryl and everyone else who has been in support of the show today, thank you so very much. And with that, it's time to take a call. You ready for that?
7: Yes, yes. Let's do it.
3: You know, because like I, I was just talking about sharing and I'm keeping you all to myself. So let me let me share. Let me share. Call a four one two two.
6: Yeah, what's going on? That's a DP the profit. How are you doing, man? What's up?
0: I'm
6: calling from Phoenix, Arizona. Hot, hot Phoenix, Arizona. What's going on, Kurt? Hey, man. Hey, hey. So, um, I remember when I first met you, King Trick, Neil Westbrook, Russ wow. man. We had uh, the Unity Summit that was going on, and we here went to the hotel off of 7th Avenue, and uh, I think it was, no, it wasn't 7th Avenue. It was like around 19th Avenue on the freeway. And you had put me up on so much instrumental game as to what I needed to do as an artist and represent myself and everything because I was fresh out the streets, was coming uh off of being a residential thug and everything and looking to get off in the music entertainment industry. You had told me um, I needed to put some of that stuff down, be true to myself at the same time, put some of that stuff down. And then you instilled in me to each one, teach one, and to look at building my community and getting everybody up.
5: Right, right. Well, wow. That goes back. See, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You still in Arizona and Phoenix? Yes, sir. Now we right,
6: got a right, right. new company going. Uh, Desert Fam Entertainment. I got a film company now, getting things set up with Sony, a um, bunch of different stuff, and I've uh, been talking with uh, trick and everything. I'm I'm stripping out on him in the politics situation, so it, it's mm-hmm. just a lot, going on, man. And I'm feeling real blessed to be involved in the circle of everything happening, man. Right?
5: Well, thank you, man. I think I thank God for you, brother. That's one one of the soldiers out there who who uh, was motivated and inspired to get into this thing, hip hop, and he's still in it and successful and working it. Man, that's that's a beautiful thing, brother. It's good to yeah. talk to you again.
6: Thank you, Thank you very much. Look forward to seeing you again, man. Next yes, time you
5: yes, come
3: I, out, I believe I see you.
5: I'll be back soon. Yes, sir. All right. Thank
3: you so much for calling, baby. Yep, yeah. Okay, we're going to take another call. We have Pastor Don Jr.
1: Greetings in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. My name is Pastor Don Jr., CEO of the Entertainment Worldwide Network, coming to you live from sunny Las Vegas. We are a syndicated network. We have 1.5 million listeners globally. 24 a.m. and also on radio markets we broadcast on our show. And Mr. Curtis Blow, I want to say, is I'm so blessed to be on this platform with you. I have on my line uh, A.B. Money, which you know um, he was with uh, a whole lot of major players. And then I also got uh, NV from the media. But uh, I want to ask you a question, Mr. Blow. And yes. I, I have to keep it 100. Um, yes, sir. When well, yes, you sir. Know, when when you did all those wonderful things like being um, the first rap millionaire, uh, doing the the tour with the Commodores, and that that that's really really big. And my father was a uh, industry legend for forty years. When I was three months, I was carried into the radio station. My daughter's five months. and My wife was in labor when I was hosting the radio show. And right after the show, we had the baby. But what I wanted to ask you is, uh, when you made the transition as a minister. How was it dealing with all your old road dogs? And after that, I want to make sure AB Money get the opportunity to speak. You got the floor, sir. Um,
5: well, that's it's 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 really funny. It's kind of I smile when you ask that question because I'm still going through that. <laughs> you know, I get anything. It's a whole variety of reactions from oh, oh, you change, you change, to. You know, I have buddies out there trying to get me to go to the strip club again. And I'm like, you know, uh, my friend. I remember they, they did that one night in the Bronx. I went to the Bronx and showed up to a birthday party of my friend, rest in peace, DJ AJ. And, um, and so everybody was talking, about, oh, let's go to the strip club after, after the birthday party. I'm like, no, no, no thanks, fellas. I don't do that anymore. You know, oh, come on, Kurt, come on. No, no, I don't do that anymore. So, the next day I hear that that same strip club a guy was getting married and I don't know the police shot him and killed him
1: oh, wow. because
5: there was an altercation yeah at this strip club and that's it. That showed me that you know, I got out of harm's way that night. But plus the even that that the whole thing about when you get married and and you have your uh bachelor bachelor's party that we need to stop these strippers coming to the bachelor parties if y'all want to do this thing right you know and line it up with God let's stop the strippers at the bachelor parties so i came out with that and i started preaching that for a while <laughs> but uh <laughs> you know i get all kinds of uh reactions but you know you know the bible says let your light shine and and you know, God will take care of the rest. Hey man, AB money, you got the floor, sir.
7: <laughs> Peace, brother. How you feeling, Curtis? Blow. All right. How you doing, brother? I'm blessed. This blessed. Is AB man. This is A.B., pleasure. I'm from a group called. I'm 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 from I'm right now. I'm calling from South Carolina. i in I'm in okay. Columbia, South Carolina right now. But I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And um, I I love what you were saying man and, and and I'm hoping everybody taking keys because you definitely is history is a legend in the game and and just to 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 hear your voice today and and, and know where you came from and understand where you came from cuz I was also down with this clothing line called Sedgwick and Cedar. Ah, okay. And, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. And um but basically, I'm, I I I'm into the music too. I'm also from a group called Rapping Is Fundamental. Me and Easy Mo B is partners. Ah, okay, Mob Deep, right? Nah, Easy Moby. Easy Mob. Okay, right, 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 right.
5: Okay, and, um, I heard
7: of them before. I heard of the group. I heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, you guys, so are legends. definitely the hit. Yeah, definitely. We the one who did the warnings and machine gun funk, give me the loot and for pot temptations, um, running right. from the police if I die tonight, basically. You know, a lot of stuff we did. We definitely we did a lot of stuff and and just to hear you today, man, and hear what you said, man, and and, 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 and having the testimony because I went through something big in South Carolina. I was paralyzed. Um, I just started walking again and I was paralyzed for two years and and understanding the word of God and preaching the positivity—that's what rapping is fundamental always been about, you know. Talking the positive and just to hear you, man. Today, man, it's a, it's an honor coming from for me, you know what I mean. And hearing you, man, I just want to say, stay, stay, to, stay to your head to God and keep preaching the word and 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 and, 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 and schooling the young brothers about the real music of hip hop and stuff like that. And and man, it's highly appreciative, man well
5: thank you thank you i i will i will amen amen brother yeah brother. thank you for your kind words man it's it's good to you know see a brother you you remind me a lot of myself you know how how we made the transition you know from from hip hop to to god and you know it it's 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 um it's a it's a walk you know it's a journey mm. And, um, you know, I'm not all the way there where I really want to be personally, but I'm a long way from where I've been. And I just thank, you know, you for calling in because you inspired me to keep going and to get there, brother. We're going to get there. Yeah. We're going to get to the promised land. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely, man.
7: And, and and like like i said brothers like yourself that's pioneers and legends in the game like right now people are calling me a legend in the game and you are you definitely you, are you you are definitely an influencing to our music and what we what we did when we came out in the early 90s and stuff like that and and and, and getting being blessed and, and having the opportunity to to, to get across our music and stay positive because rapping the fundamental was on a positive message even when we came out in the early 90s. So for us to still stay true to the music to today is a, just a blessing, man, because um, I got a chance to work with, I, did the, I produced the last Miles Davis album. You know, I'm oh, wow. getting a chance, yeah, working with Miles, and I also did a lot of stuff. I'm the cat that introduced Tupac to Biggie. You know, me and Easy Moby and That's, and so crazy. I got That's
5: opportunity. crazy. But wait a minute, wait yeah. a minute. Let's let's go let's go back to Miles Davis. Wait a
0: minute.
5: You know his drummer? Uh Foster. Al Foster?
7: Yeah.
5: Yeah. I Al Foster was the reason why I got started. Cause I'm friends with yeah, his I whole mean. family. They're from my block. Wow. Yeah. And Anthony Foster, you see Al Foster was a drummer and he had a deal with Yamaha and Yamaha he, he used to give all the overflow of equipment to his younger brother, Anthony Foster, who was Ooh. two years older than me and took I used to go up Anthony Foster because Anthony Foster had the sound system. He had all that Yamaha all the Yamaha speakers. And he he had all the records. So I used to go up his house every day and listen to music to that sound system that was incredible and I used that sound system when we for my first jam for my first jams that was my sound system that Yamaha oh, that Yamaha outdoor speakers that that we did in City College in 1972 Yes sir Oh you right, here, man.
7: right. And I I lived with Miles Davis for three months, man, and I actually got to do his whole album. He's going to be, did Miles Davis' whole last album was called The Dubop Song. Actually, that title is something I, Miles, I gave that title to Miles Davis. That's why he even named his album The Dubop Song and his first single off the album was the song that I'm singing and rapping on called The Dubop Song.
5: Wow, that's crazy. You know, you know, Al Foster has a younger nephew and he he's retarded. His his Al Foster's younger sister, Roz, had a son and he came became he was born retarded. And everybody in hip hop knows this guy. And I remember when he was born. It was on my block when they had him come home from the hospital. I was about ten or so. But his name, and everybody knows him, his name is Keith Slob. Mm. If you're in New York and you know this retarded kid, he's about 40 years old now. But (coughs) everybody in hip hop knows Keith Slob, And he always plays like he's DJing. Oh, let me DJ you. He comes to me, yo, Chris Bro, Chris Bro, my brother Anthony. You know, he knows. I remember Keith Slav is Al Foster's younger nephew. Crazy. Crazy mm. story. So we, we like family, man. We like real family, indirectly. we come up out of right. the same camp. That's crazy. Oh, man. man.
7: Yeah, it is man. a
3: small world, man. It is a small world. I'm going to have to unfortunately break this up because we have a lot Definitely of
7: calls. Call yeah, yeah. Because we, we hey, talk I gotta all get day. Hey,
5: number. I gotta get your number. Yeah, yeah.
7: Definitely, right. definitely. Because I got some things, some 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 movies and stuff that I'm 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 in contact with. Man, I would love to have you check it out and see if you want to be a part of it.
5: Okay. All right. We'll talk.
3: All right. All right. I, will, we'll talk. I will definitely pass your number on to Curtis. I have it. Um. So. Yeah. Okay. I, will, I will pass it on.
7: Thank, thank God you so for much. even giving, um, you know, giving us a chance To we talk for people who can even get to hear this
5: history. Praise God, praise God. All imagine? right, that's thank you, brother.
3: That's, you know, that's 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 what this this show is all about. You know, paying honor and allowing those of us who love our living legends to give them right. kudos. Right. Don't talk about him when he's gone. Tell him how you love him right now. And as a matter of fact, if you know somebody else who loves him, you got about. 20 minutes to call in and show them some love. We're going to get as many people in as we can. And um, let's take the next call. 0697 are the last four digits of your number. What's your name and where you calling from? 0697? Hello. Eight, hi, what's your name and where there you calling you go. from?
8: All right, I'm not sure if y'all got me, but my name is Biz, and I represent MB Media. Is everybody hearing me correctly?
3: Yes, we got you.
8: All right, Curtis, man, I got a good question for you right now. You come yes. from an era in hip-hop where it was forbidden for someone to steal a beat, slang, cadence, anything, and now we are in a hip-hop game where it is predominantly a bunch of copycat MCs. Curtis, what I want to know is, is is it on us as the older hip-hop artists, listeners, producers, to reprimand these young kids and let them know that it is not cool to do this, or do we continue to let them do whatever they want and just call it their art, even if we feel it's stolen?
5: That's a good question. Um You know, I'm a big fan of each one teach one. But, see, we as the teachers, we have to understand this one thing, is that we live in a hip-hop generation, but there's a generation gap. There's a big generation gap. I'm 57. I go back to 72. I first started on the microphone at 74, 1974. So a lot of my beliefs and a lot of my, you know, policies are not around today. Kids have changed. So in order for us to bridge this gap, we need to do it with love. You know, the Bible says, uh, tell the truth and love. So first you have to befriend and get the confidence of a young person. If they respect you, if they love you, if they listen to you. You then have to speak to them like they're your son or they're your loved one, somebody that you really, really care for. You got to tell the truth and love. So, your tone is very important. Not really what you say, but it's how you say it the tone and your language. It can't be any profanity. You got to really talk to them like you're talking to a loved one. And I think you'll get more success that way. People will be – because they want to learn. They want to know. These young young kids today, the millennials, they know how to do their research. They're on the Internet all the time. We have a world of information. They can find out this info, and it's there on YouTube, yes, Wikipedia. Yes, true. The info is there. So we just got to direct them in the right way to go, and I think that that is the biggest problem is the fact that they don't know about the history. So we got to teach them the history and lead them to these websites, to these uh, uh, YouTube tutorials and videos, because it's all at their fingertips. You don't have to go to the library anymore. You could just ask Siri, and yeah. it's there. True. So. You know what I mean? It's so it's a matrix oh, make for a lot, real but
8: it's cuz this is a actual problem that I've been having within myself with the young guys just finding a way to uh listen to their music and 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 Yeah, you know just I get it give them the opportunity of of listening to them even though maybe i I might be feeling like I'm listening to a rewritten version of a nah song from Illmatic but uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I thank you for taking the time on this answer, and you definitely uh, opened my eyes to give them a little bit more love and opportunity and do it almost from, like, a bigger brother aspect or a parenting aspect instead of just letting them know that they're stealing. Um,
0: <laughs> and one last
8: question. There's a, a new TV show out right now called The Get Down. Have you got a chance to watch it? And I just would like to know your opinion on this show,
5: since it's kind of teaching hip-hop to the younger youth.
1: <laughs> well, I,
5: I was one of the producers on the show. And oh, okay. I'll tell you, it, it was my pleasure to work with Justice, who, who is the lead character, Zeke. Nice. And... um uh uh it was it was a joy. I worked along with the the Grandmaster Flash character and also the little kid who does the Michael Jackson bit, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um and and um you know, it was, it was a joy for me just to be on set. You know, I'm I'm the main one who who gave that whole back alley feel when they were
8: Nice. Now, I didn't even com- know. I apologize competing.
5: for not being aware oh, yeah. of
8: that. I produced the credits on that. <laughs> as, 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 as you know, I, I watched the whole season, and I must have been too tapped into the actual show to pay attention to the credits on that one. I apologize for
5: that. Yeah,
8: yeah, yeah,
5: I'm there. But, that's yeah, that's my show, and um, I'm looking forward to working on season two, I just found out.
0: All right. We all
8: are. We all are. Well, I thank you, Dawn Jr. Thank you for reaching out for me for this. Uh, Jelan, thank you for having a great guest on your show. Curtis, thank you for being hip-hop and true to it, to the culture, man, everybody listening, salute to all of you. I'm not going to hold the line anymore. Well, all thank
3: right. you thank so you. much for calling, man. That was a great question. That was a great, great question. You know, I, I did want to talk to you. And there's I see, I see those of you that are holding on the line. I am going to get to you. I I promise I just need to segue for a minute and then we can get back to your questions for Curtis. Um, yes, but I need to talk to you about your ministry. I really, really need to get into this. Holy hip hop. The Hmm. your work with Trinity. I mean, Hmm. I am completely blown away. And just like the prior caller, said that um, he apologized for not knowing about you producing. Mm -hmm. I apologize for not knowing about this type of music that you've been doing. I am completely blown away. I also have a gospel show on that comes on Sunday evening, Sunday evening show, um, 6.30, Mm -hmm. 8.30 Eastern Standard Time for those of you who didn't know and are looking for some good gospel music basically um, how, how, like how did you get Into it and how do I go have somebody else on the line There they go Okay how did you get into yeah. The um Gospel Hip hop
5: Well uh It, it all started uh, Back in 94 I got saved uh, Out Amen. in LA And uh Pastor Jack Hayford is a legend in the gospel world. And TBN and the church was Church on the Way, very famous church out here in LA on in the Valley. But uh, you know, I did the the, um, the home Bible studies after that, and uh, uh, so I I I, I uh, moved back to New York for a while and got involved with the church in New York and. A guy, a a, a a a pastor, called me up to this church in the Bronx called Trinity Church, and they uh, they were doing this event. They wanted to honor the old school hip hop guys. He said, "Oh yeah, just bring a couple of your friends." So I bought Grandmaster Caz and somebody, Melly Mel and Theodore, somebody like that, and we all mobbed up there. And they gave us Bibles and 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 plaques and just had a nice little sermon. There was a, a a gospel rap and it was just a great, great, they gave us Bibles. And so after the service, I was like going up to the, to the reverend and I said, wow, this is so great, man. This is incredible. You know, we should do this every week. And he said, wow, that's a great idea. What do you want to call it? I said, let's call it hip hop church. Hmm. He said, well, we can we can't call it hip hop church because we are, The Episcopals that was before I knew Anything about denominations and You know the Episcopalians lead Towards the Catholic Church and the Fact that uh, they have Not church but they have Mass like the Catholics Mm -hmm. Right so they're Christians But their Traditions and Policies lead towards The Catholic Church as well they're like In between and so He said yeah we got to call it hip hop Mass So we did that for about six months. Then I uh, had some uh, differences, differences, uh, doctrinal differences. And so I went down to Harlem. There was another pastor down there that I met, and uh, he opened the doors to his church, and we started the first hip-hop church. And eventually uh, that, that pastor... Inspired me to go back to Bible college And get my degree And his name is Reverend Stephen Pogue And he's the main pastor Up at the Greater Centennial Church Up in uh, Mount Vernon It's a hot church up there If you ever want to check out Pastor Pogue The most incredible preacher I've ever seen And so this guy We did the hip-hop church for about five years And then That was the AME Zion Church Which is also a little Uh, Policy like the Catholics as well And the fact that they Change their pastors Every two years you have to go to the board Then the bishop they vote on it And decide so they sent this pastor Pogue out to LA out to Oakland So we started a hip hop church out there (laughs) Hmm. And then uh he's now Back in Mount Vernon And so uh all throughout the years, you know, that's that was what I was doing, the hip-hop church, and I got with these brothers. I met um, through another friend in Kentucky, and we started this rap group, Curtis Blow and the Trinity, and we started recording. So we did two albums, Curtis Blow and the Trinity. And then I, I started this other organization. Of, uh, we started making compilation uh, CDs called the Hip-Hop Church. So I have uh, three volumes. Hip Hop's Church One, Two, and Three, and I also did another uh compilation album for the Holy Hip Hop guys. They're out of Atlanta, and they're, they're a really big, strong, strong organization of gospel rappers uh collective gospel rappers from all around the country—and I support them 150%. There, you can just go to holyhiphop.com and check them out, and find out all about the gospel rap that's around the nation, and I just tapped into this whole industry of gospel rap and how we need they needed my expertise in the music industry and my experience and I just started trying to get more outlets uh, for us to to play our gospel rap videos or holy hip-hop songs and radio stations getting radio shows like gospel rap radio shows so that's what I'm doing now trying to expand the the uh possibilities of exposure and just uh uh help uh everybody know that you know gospel rap is, is here and it's incredible. Holy hip hop is incredible. The, the 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 kid, the young man Lecrae is doing his mm-hmm. thing right now.
4: Yeah. So,
5: you know, I support that. I have six, seven albums out myself. You can look out look on, on iTunes or or Amazon, all the websites. I'm I'm there with Curtis Blow and the Trinity and uh, um, um, the Hip Hop Church, Volume 1, 2, and 3. I'm going to do another Hip Hop Church next year, uh, Volume 4, in the summertime.
3: Well, please, please, please have your people keep us updated and come back and talk to yes. us about it because I love it, love it, love it. I want to just play a little bit of it. So that those listening can get a taste of what we're talking about if they've not heard it. So there's a couple of there's a couple of songs that um I uploaded into the system here because I fell in love automatically. Or I mean like immediately. Then I think what I'm gonna play. Yeah, man, you you really got it going on. But you know, I'm I'm a Curtis Blow fan. So, and and not only that, I'm a Christian, and and I love the music, and I love music, and I love hip hop. So let's just let's let's do this. Let's do give him praise. How about that?
5: All right, you got so, it. Seconds back to LA, Cashville, Tennessee, back to the Bay. From the Philippines to Germany, all over the world we're going to give a praise. You can dance, shout, you can even sing. Rap,
4: dance, just do your thing. If your heart is beating, then you got a reason to give God and I'm free. If you got a gift, then stir it up. Got a stronghold, then give it up. Unbelief, then rip it up. Put your hands in the air and lift it up. He commands you, serve on think you work it. All is there without praise and worship. No love during clinging noise. Get your heart right, you'll bring of joy.
2: Into the room, giving God the praise and shout out back the King of Kings and the Light of Rules. Jesus is my savior, changing my behavior, living under God's favor, praising God with labor. So, how many brothers want to ride with Jesus? Ride, get about that. It's legitimized, those tried, wise. Nevertheless, no more stress. Whatever little no debts, making them get, yes, manifest. We're the best, praising the Christ consider the blessed. Jesus is the light of the world, worth more than those diamonds and pearls. Crucified back in the days, and this is why we, we give Him praise. We
0: He's a rock and a sovereign ruler. And he put wisdom in my medulla. Think ain't kind of crap, and he trying to fool you. Any move
2: that he throw, I'm a noob. I'm high all the time, throw off the Buddha. Homie, I'm not filthy. God the Father built me. Justified by Jesus' blood, I'm not guilty. He came and died for men. Jesus, he died for sin. Double shots of the living water. Don't supply the gin. Why?
3: Javon and Curtis Blow. So Curtis Blow that song is everything. Everything. Love it.
5: <laughs> thank you.
3: Thank Love you. It. Thank
5: you. I haven't heard it in, in in a couple of days, but um yeah, man, you know, it was just a you know, a blessing to be able to 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 go into the studio and really spit some 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 holy hip hop we call it, I mean, you know it's the most meaningful thing that you could spit as a as an m c or or a rapper when you talk about god, you know that that's meaningful you know that 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 helps me sleep at night, <laughs> and you no, know what the- i i I love to go to church. And be able to sing these songs yeah, That's a beautiful, so beautiful thing And I could sing the breaks In the church And Christmas wow. rap <laughs> And basketball And so well, that's it's, it's, awesome. a, it's a beautiful thing We look at, at, at Holy hip hop or gospel rap Or even gospel music As uh, Christian music Or religious music but then the other kind of music that's not religious music is called secular music. So right. uh, um, I just want to make this point that all secular music ain't bad.
3: Exactly. Exactly. You know,
5: all secular music is not bad. So there are like, like for me, for instance, uh, 200 songs, never curse. There is uh, a possibility and an and opportunity for people to have a career in hip-hop and not offend people. And I, that's one of my biggest, biggest, pridest moments. <laughs> pridest. And, <laughs> you know, pride is, pride is a sin. But I am proud to be able to sing my old school songs in church. A lot of people can't do that. That's right.
3: That's right. And the other thing is that God blessed us with things like romantic love, dance. I mean, dance like David. You know what I mean? uh, uh, Why shouldn't we be able to sing about romantic love? And and those things, those are blessings. You know, these are blessings. Yeah, if you're singing
5: about your wife, you know, if you're singing about your husband, of course. There's an old school school song called I Want to Thank You.
3: Mm, yes, yes. Alicia
5: no, Myers not. is her name. That's it. See, you and that's me, we on the,
3: the same page.
5: Hey. That's one of the songs we're talking about. And and that song in particular crossed over into hip-hop. Everybody like Flash in 77 in and 78. We used to play that. Disco played it. Pop people played it. You know what I mean? R&B, it crossed over into everything. So it was one of our... Favorite songs we used to play that was a gospel song. We looked at it as a gospel song.
4: Absolutely but
5: it it was a secular song. She actually was talking about God, thank you. I want to thank you, Father, for bring shining your light on me.
9: You That's brought me it.
5: someone that made me happy and not for my body. You know, yeah. and so the whole words of the song really, really, really express that point we're bringing out. All oh, secular music ain't bad.
3: Exactly, and I said, ain't. Ain't. That's it. <laughs> That's right. So, Curtis, can you give us your handles, like um, how people can follow you on Facebook, Twitter, etc.? Mm-hmm.
5: Okay. Uh, my website is kurtblow.com. That's kurtblow.com, and uh, that's with a K, but I have another website, hiphopglobalmobile.com. dot com. That's a new business venture. I'm breaking into, breaking into the cell, the cell phone, phone industry. the The number one commodity in the world is a cell phone, and 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 the number one commodity in music is hip hop. So I married the two, and we have hip hop global mobile. So just think, under fifty dollars, you get unlimited text, unlimited talk, unlimited data, everything, just like. All the old other competitors, but it's cheaper, and you get music streaming. You get so many special things. So, hiphopglobalmobile.com is the website. I want you all to switch over to this new cell phone network that we have coming out. And everybody in hip hop is supporting. All right, let's That's pull up. our pull our power together. As united we stand, and this is our our network. Hip hop is our culture, and this is our cell phone network for the people of our culture. So support hip hop global mobile. dot com. That's what's up. Find out. Let's Find take. Out. All right. Oh, I'm sorry, baby. So and I've and, seen, and one last thing is. Yeah, yeah, I got so many uh, Twitter's. Oh no, no, no. so many Facebook. Curtis Blow Walker, and then Twitter is Curtis Blow and the number one. Curtis Blow one. Oh, got Instagram you. Curtis Blow one hundred.
3: Got you, got you, got you. <laughs> All right. And we will be promoting and supporting it. I want to take um another caller who's been waiting for a long time. Eighty five, eighty nine, the last four digits. You have like a minute.
9: Mhm. Hello. What's your name and where you calling from? Um, my name is Prince and I'm from Waco, Texas. Um, I'm a I'm a '90s baby who ended you know, up growing up listening listening to Curtis Blow, and it was it was really a heavy influence by my parents and all. And and I'm just like an upcoming artist and everything. And I and I love and, and I want to just give my kudos to to Curtis and everything because there's... um. Those times that I that I was like listening to your stuff and 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 he he inspired me to like be more of a cleaner artist and and all that too, cause like like my cousin he he was like in, influenced me to like doing all this cursing and everything cause of Lil Wayne and all them, but mm-hmm. I really didn't grow up with all uh, that especially with my both my parents being ministers and uh, and uh even though they did cuss cuss every once in a while. <laughs> And it was like something that I probably can't avoid but but it was like it was like I know I know I wasn't raised to like to like be speak speaking on this on this level and everything and and I know like like just growing, growing on on there like um I I also did like a couple of gospel like raps and poems and all that just like before I even started rapping. But um while I was here and everything, I wanted to give a shout out to Don Junior, CEO, the winning team, as well as Miss um, Giovanna in the basement. And I would love to be able to contact, like keep in contact with you, and everything.
5: Yeah, yeah, no problem. Let's Javon.
9: Absolutely, mm-hmm. absolutely.
3: I got you. So thank you so much for calling and um, All right. sharing that. And 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 Curtis Blow. I just want to thank you again. There's so much that I wanted to get to that we didn't get a chance to get to. And all that means to me is that we got to do this again. We will definitely be supporting your global hip hop network and, you know, everything that you do, everything that you do.
5: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You know, it's, it's really all about us staying afloat, keeping our eyes open, staying aware, and being enlightened by all of the technology and the advantages that we have as a, as a, as a corporation, as a culture, as an industry, and as a people. And, um, you know, never forget that. Let's give the power. The power is with the people. There's power in the people.
3: Amen go right there Thank you so much again And for everybody listening Call in again next week Tomorrow night Sunday evening shout Gospel music in the basement We will definitely be repping this Holy hip hop And uh, mm. for everybody Who didn't know These are the breaks
2: Clap your hands everybody If you got what it takes Cause I'm Curtis Blow And I want you to know that These are the breaks
4: Brakes on the car, brakes to make you a